You're listening to a podcast from the South China Morning Post. In the latest hit Disney Plus series, Moving, instant coffee has a recurring role. Episode nine, which focuses on Han Hyojoo's character, Super Senses Lee Min Hyun, takes place in 1994 in the male-dominated intelligence agency where she works. In one scene. She makes an instant coffee for her boss, Deputy Director Min. It was a task that his assistant, Miss Kim, always seemed to fumble. Until Yi, with her astute hearing, finds out about the Deputy Director's sweet tooth. She advises Miss Kim to add three tablespoons of sugar to two tablespoons of coffee powder. And two tablespoons of creamer to satisfy his taste buds. The practice of reaching into separate jars of coffee powder, creamer, and sugar to make a cup of joe was common, until the three-in-one coffee mix. The ingredients conveniently pre-mixed in a sachet became ubiquitous in the late 90s. Coffee mixes have been featured in several Korean dramas. In the show My Mister. Singer-actress IU's character has a cup of instant coffee made using two whole sticks after a hard day. In Vincenzo, Sung Jong-gi, who plays the eponymous Italy-raised mafia lawyer, falls in love with coffee mix after trying it for the first time in Korea. In Narco Saints. Ha Jongwoo's character is seen bribing a Suriname law enforcement chief with packets of what else? Korean instant coffee. This tastes really good. It's a new flavor. Is it? Is it Colombian? No, that's Korea traditional coffee. Really? As K dramas and films reach a global audience via streaming services, it is no surprise to see the growth in popularity of Korean instant coffee. Exports of Korean coffee mixes rose 4.7 percent to more than 300 million U.S. dollars in 2022, according to the Korea Agricultural Trade Information website. Coffee mix has been a comfort drink for Koreans since 1976, when Tongsoo Foods, the nation's largest instant coffee maker, started selling individually packaged instant coffee mixes. In 1987, the company introduced instant coffee sticks in response to consumers' concerns about excessive sugar intake. Che Gong-tae, a representative of Tongsoo Foods, said the first instant coffee came in the form of a pouch, but we later developed the stick, where we stack the sugar, creamer, and coffee powder. This enables one to control the amount of sugar added from the end of each stick. Recalling the spike in demand for coffee mixes back in the day, Che says. Coffee mixes were originally marketed towards those who engaged in outdoor activities such as hiking, climbing, and fishing. But then, in the late 1990s, they began to be heavily consumed in offices after hot water dispensers found their way into workplaces and people started making their own coffees. Office, office, mixing, coffee mix. The 1997 Asian financial crisis led to massive layoffs, and staff who performed simple tasks such as making coffee were the first people to be let go. 
Those left behind had to work long hours, and they came to rely on coffee mixes for the occasional energy boost. I'm just, like, the fact it all comes in a packet, right? Yeah. That's the unusual thing. Why don't we just have that? So in the office, we have little sachets. It's just the yeah. coffee. Yeah. Why not everything? To this day, instant coffee mix is a must-have item in the average Korean office pantry, despite the growing popularity of freshly brewed coffee. Sarah Lee, a 34-year-old administrative manager in South Korea's capital, Seoul, says she always keeps instant coffee in her office kitchen. She said part of her job is to select snacks and drinks for the office pantry. They would have a capsule coffee machine for Americano lovers, but they would always store instant coffee for those who need a quick sugar rush. Sarah added that she prefers drinking black coffee in the morning and instant coffee mix in the afternoon. In the early 2000s, global coffee chains such as Starbucks started to enter the South Korean market. And cafe-brewed coffee began to replace instant coffee. To stay in the game, Tongso Foods launched a new instant-brewed coffee brand in 2011, named Maxim Kanu. Che, the representative from Tongso Foods, said Maxim coffee mixes, including the original mocha gold and white gold varieties, are heavily consumed in offices and public spaces, whereas Kanu is more aimed at home kitchens. Although Tongso Foods accounted for nearly 88% of Korea's instant coffee market as of 2022, it does not export any of its Maxim coffee mixes. Che said they are a joint venture with United States snack food giant Mondelez International, and their business contract allows Tongso Foods to only sell Maxim branded products in Korea to prevent its products from competing with Mondelez International's coffee products. Maxim coffee mixes sold on global e-commerce websites and at Korean supermarkets abroad are from individual sellers who buy them from Korea and sell them online or overseas. The largest coffee chain in South Korea is Adia Coffee, with more than 3,800 branches across the country. It rolled out its own instant-brewed coffee brand, Beanist, in 2012, and also made inroads into the U.S. market in 2021. It now exports instant coffee mixes to 19 countries and regions, including Hong Kong, Mongolia, and Australia. In recent years, Edia Coffee has seen a huge rise in the U.S. market. A company representative said about 70% of Edia's U.S. sales come from instant coffee mix. And total sales from January to July 2023 were up 223% from the same period a year earlier. The official said, Instant coffee mixes are well-received abroad due to their flavor and convenience. We think frequent exposure of coffee mixes in K-dramas and films has naturally led to increased interest in Korean instant coffee. But it's not just big coffee shop chains that have found business opportunities outside the country. In May 2023, two young female entrepreneurs in the U.S. launched Kimli Park, an instant coffee brand named after the three most common Korean surnames, Kim, Lee, and Park. Kimli Park's co-founders, Sung Chae-yeon and Kim Yong-ju, 
Say Another Mission is to share the rich taste and culture of Korea with coffee lovers all around the world. Sung said that she and Kim were both born in 1990, and when they were around seven or eight, the Asian financial crisis hit Korea. Sung said, even though we were very young, we sensed the threat of our country being in big trouble. I was very little, but I could tell that coffee mix was common in places where people gathered and united during those challenging times. Kimley Park is like a message of encouragement for our generation who also face complex socioeconomic challenges like economic downturns, inflation, and climate change. For some people, buying a cup of coffee could be a luxury. So how is their brand different from the conglomerates? Kim says they use high-quality ingredients because today, people are very health-conscious. They use vegan creamer, organic, unrefined cane sugar, and Himalayan pink salt to enrich the flavor of the coffee. And they emphasize their Korean identity. Kim says, if you check out our Instagram account, we often post about 90s Korean pop stars, music, and coffee shops in Seoul. something we do deliberately to give our brand an identity. Kim says that they felt that now is the right time to introduce Korean coffee to an international audience because more people are paying attention to Korean culture. She paraphrased the line spoken by Parasite director Pong Joon-ho during his Academy Award acceptance speech in 2020, when she said, I strongly believe that the most Korean is the most universal. Kim said, now that we are witnessing a Korean wave with our own eyes, we want to contribute to it. 